This is Tom Fox. Welcome to the newest edition in the Compliance Podcast Network, my latest podcast, Compliance and Coronavirus. As the voice of compliance, I wanted to start a podcast which will help bring both clarity and sanity to the field of compliance, the compliance practitioner, and indeed the compliance profession during this worldwide health and healthcare crisis. Taking up a variety of topics as diverse as working from home to sporting events, to the role of the board of directors, to crisis management, to the role of supply chains. We will look at all of these in this podcast. If you have a topic you'd like covered on compliance and coronavirus, please let me know. I'd be happy to do a podcast on it. In this episode, I visit with Deb Waugh. She's the Director of Assessment Services at Affiliated Monitors. She's a licensed healthcare professional. And we talk about some of the challenges for healthcare professionals during the time of COVID-19, where they may go in the fall of this year and into 2021, and what you can do to support your healthcare professional. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, back for another episode. And today I have with me Deb Waugh. Deb is the Director of Assessment Services at Affiliated Monitors. She specializes in the healthcare industry. Deb, first of all, Welcome, and thank you for taking the time to visit with me today. Thank you so much, Tom. I'm excited to be here. Deb, there probably is not one industry that has been affected more by the coronavirus health crisis than your profession. And so I wanted to maybe visit with you. I have not had a health care professional on the coronavirus podcast, so I really wanted to visit with you about what you see as uh, some of the top challenges where we are now, recognizing we're recording this in mid-August, and where we may be going forward. So could I start with perhaps literally what are the three top challenges of healthcare professionals you're working with uh, today? Okay, so I think um, obviously the overriding issue is the balance and managing COVID issues while trying to continue to practice and take care of the requirements um, that a state licensing board and affiliated monitors are setting forth for improvement. Um, Right now, providers, the first thing is just provider fatigue, which I think everybody's feeling regardless of being a provider or not. Practitioners are burning out in particular. Um, They're experiencing the same mental health issues, anxiety and depression that um, many of us are. Um, When they're not practicing, they too are locked in to be safe in their homes and environment. So they're not able to go and you know, go see a movie or a concert. Um, So that's wearing. Um, They've got huge concerns about their family and keeping their family members safe since um, as practitioners, they are going back and forth into their practice, seeing patients and being among their staff who may or may not have been exposed to COVID. Um, They've got kids, you know, making sure their kids are safe. And then sometimes childcare, if that is no longer available. Um, At their offices, providers right now are having to make sure that everything is sanitized properly and that the staff understand and do that on a regular basis. 
uh, I have heard that it can take up to 20 minutes to properly sanitize a room after a patient encounter. Um, so that's uh, it's a pretty significant um, process. And then the last thing in terms of provider fatigue is that the patients that are presenting to actually be treated right now tend to be the ones that have complex health care issues that cannot wait. Um, people who are in generally good health and just needing a physical or, you know, maybe something came up that they want to have treated are waiting and they're not coming in because they don't feel like it's safe. And so providers are now seeing patients who are on average sicker than maybe they had been pre-COVID. The second thing that I think um, our clients are addressing right now that's stressful are finances and fiscal solvency. Um, Obviously, we went through a period of time when practitioners were not able to see patients for the most part. Um, And now they are to a large extent Um, And they have increased PPE costs. Um, As I mentioned, the amount of time that it takes to sterilize rooms means that they can't see as many patients. Um, And so there are a lot of new increased finances that are concerning them. Um, And then the third thing is just Um, the provider's ability to remain compliant with the rules and regs and um, that have been set forth by state licensing boards and by the government, and then also making improvements in recommended monitoring um, that affiliated monitors or their board or referring organization has identified. Deb, I used to ask people what changes they might see in Q3 and Q4, but I've now come to the realization that I have to ask what changes, if any, might we see in 2021? So, (laughs) looking, because I think we're going to be in this situation in 2021. So, uh, I was wondering where you might see healthcare providers in that time frame down the road. I am not optimistic that we will have a vaccine or that it would be widely dispensed in 2021. And so I think the same issues that we're all dealing with and providers are dealing with specifically will continue to be present in 2021. Um, And it's going to become a lot more difficult to continue to cope with those. Um, There is a term called caution fatigue, which is, or excuse me, um, yeah, caution fatigue, which is if a provider's not coping as well, then they might stop continuing to take the same precautions that they had been or not attend to them as intensively as in the past because it just is exhausting and sometimes you feel like it's learned helplessness. What does it matter? Nothing will change anyhow. Um, And I think also they will, the providers are going to experience patients who are venting their stress onto the provider a lot more in 2021. How has this impacted your work 
at affiliated monitors and your colleagues as well on oversight uh, monitoring and in what I perceive to be your your biggest role, which is to help healthcare providers get straightened out so that they can continue to deliver those services uh, really with the help of, of someone like yourself? Mm-hmm. Um, that's an excellent question. I think in, in the beginning, um, we, we all realized that we needed to pull back and relax our standards and timeframes to give our provider clients time to adjust to what was going on in their practice sites. Um, and, you know, and it was a chance to just, you know, remember what I always try to keep in mind is that we are all human and that we need to have compassion for the issues that are faced by our provider clients. Um, as I said before, they're going through so much um, and and being aware of all of the stressors that they have in addition to trying to um, address affiliated monitors requirements um, for improvement it's a significant number of things that they need to address. Um, and, and the other thing is that um, these, the challenges that they are facing really hit home a few months into um, this pandemic when one of our clients was hospitalized with COVID-19. Um, and sadly, he subsequently died. Um, it really reminded us all how real this pandemic is and to take care of each other. Deb, I think most Americans uh, recognize and have appreciated healthcare providers uh, as much or more in this time frame as in any other time frame since perhaps 9-11. And I was wondering, though, for the non-healthcare practitioner who's listening to this podcast, and to the healthcare practitioner or those uh, who might be in that industry, do you have any really final thoughts that you personally want to express? I think it is so important for all of us to modify our standards and expectations for ourselves and others and be compassionate and recognize that um, those standards that we might have used to have adhered to might not be as vital now. Maybe what's important right now is just kind of trying to cope on a day-to-day basis. Um, So being patient with each other, trying to laugh and keep humor in, you know, your workplace and in your home to the extent possible. Um, I I think those are the big things that can be carried over to the general public as well as to providers. Deb, I really wanted to thank you for taking the time to visit with me today. I've, I've really wanted to, to speak with someone at Affiliated Monitors on this subject, and I think it's so important uh, for both what you do but also for your clients and the general public. So I wanted to thank you and um, look forward to, or perhaps as we move down into Q3, Q4, or 2021, if I might call upon you again for some guidance at that point in time. Absolutely. Um, you know, working with healthcare providers is something I'm passionate about. And if there's anything that I can do to offer information that will help them through this time, I'd be happy to be on again. 
Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox again. I'd like to thank you for listening to this episode of Compliance and Coronavirus. This is the only B2B podcast which brings clear and sane information for both the compliance professional and a business executive. If I could ask you uh, to do one thing, if you could tell one person about this podcast, I'm trying to get the word out uh, about this most unique podcast in the compliance podcast network. So if you could tell one person about it, send them a copy, send them a link, do something uh, to help me publicize this podcast, I would greatly appreciate it. Compliance and Coronavirus is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network, and it appears Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of each week. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you'll join me again for another episode. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.